Are you ready to create and grow the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. A bigger audience, more impact, and a new revenue stream. We'll show you how. I'm Jenny Barcelos. And I'm Sandy Connery. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 45 of the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's episode is called Redundancy. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Jenny. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're really excited because we're going to talk to you about a brand new challenge that we have coming your way this week. So for those of you who are listening in real time to the podcast, this challenge is taking place the week of October 23rd, 2017. And hopefully, if you're listening to this in the future, we'll have turned this into something that you can opt in for on our website. And you'll still be able to participate, um, just sort of post-dated. So the challenge that we're running this week is all about how to go from in-person to online in just one quick short week in five days, because we see a lot of procrastination that happens around this topic, which is related to last week's podcast. Yes, I think that we see and talk to so many, like hundreds and hundreds of people that really see uh, taking their in-person teaching to online as their next step. And they state it, they want to do this, yet there are so many unknown variables and so many unknown steps. Uh, They just don't know what to do next. So we thought, you know what, let's break it down. Uh, Let's break this into five parts and make them do it really fast and really well and have something to show for it at the end of the day so that they cannot um, use procrastination. We're going to be the procrastination breakers. Like we're going to like tell them exactly what to do, so they have no excuses, um, and they can't say I didn't know what to do because we're going to tell them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and and to be fair to everyone, it takes kind of a lot of momentum and a lot of learning to go from taking something that you're used to typically doing in person and to bringing it and scaling it online. I know it took me probably a solid year to feel at all comfortable with taking what I was doing online. And it's still at times also still uncomfortable, but I pushed through it. And, you know, we have launched challenges periodically. We did a big challenge this past summer called Social Media Summer Camp. And before that, we every half a year or so, we're launching a 40-day social media challenge. And challenges have been really helpful for our community, I think in order to help break through some places of feeling stuck. So this this one is a little bit different because usually we po- we focus on small tactics like social media or you know small things that you can learn in a discrete period of time. And this one is a little different because this is really taking something from idea to your first sale within less than a week. And so it's kind of audacious, but we know it's possible cuz We've seen people do it. So that is what this podcast is about. So we're really going to talk about less about the nuts and bolts and mechanics of how to take something online and sell it, because that's what the challenge is for. But we're going to talk about the reason why we think this should be on your radar. Yeah, the why is, I mean, everybody comes um, to this online work for different reasons, but I think we've kind of laid out five or six reasons um, 
that we've identified that we hear all the time. And I think probably a couple that people haven't really thought about before. Um, most of them come uh, turn to online because they want to have a bit of a side hustle, some extra income or freedom. That's typically what we hear is they want more money um, or freedom or, sorry, I'm going to add a third. The other one is to reach more people. So to have a bigger impact. I want to preface this conversation too by saying that we in no way feel like taking your work online is replacing what you do in person. Um, We both are very strong proponents of an analog lifestyle at times and love to do work, healing work and political work and thoughtful work in person with other people. And I think, Sandy, you and I value the times that we get to be in person, I think, a Mm -hmm. great deal, whether it's at meetings or conferences or we're flying to each other's city to work um, in pockets of time. However, the reality is that we live in different, not only different cities and different states or provinces, but we live in different countries. And the internet allows you and I to work together every single day for years. And we're you know, I think we want to share with the rest of the community that we're in that this is entirely possible, that you can build a profitable, sustainable business on the internet and that it can still feel humane and it can give you a tremendous amount of flexibility and freedom that you don't have by having a strictly brick and mortar existence. So that's, you know, that's the heart of it. And again, we want to make sure that you understand that we don't think that taking your business online is a replacement for what you do in person. It's simply an add-on. Yeah, it kind of augments what you currently do. I think um, one way to state that is that, and I just had a conversation with a potential client about an hour ago, who her her words were that she is constantly teaching and answering the same questions over and over and over again. And so that part of her teaching is what she wants to put online. And then she will augment her work with in-person and private sessions. But the main sort of bulk or core of her teaching, everyone needs to have that same kind of base. And that's the part that she wants to take online. So I think that's a really great way to look at it is the stuff that you repeat to every single student. Maybe that part can be taken um, and put online. Yeah, you can do one-on-one work online in real time through live streaming too. So there, some of it is about scale um, and economies of scale so that you'll take work that's repetitive and you'll record it and then you'll allow people to have access to it on their own time. And then you'll, you also have the option of doing the exact same work that you do in person, but doing it over an internet connection. And so there's, there are multiple ways to work online. And I think everyone has a a kind of a different method that works best for them. So just don't, I think part of, part of this process is like what we're going to be going through in the challenge is figuring out what kind of structure is right for you and your business model. And um, you don't have to know that now, but that's why we created a challenge because people are often unsure what is the right framework that they should use. So we're not going to get into that in the podcast today, but just know that that's all part of the process of figuring out your business um, in your internet-based business. So we want to get, again, into the why and some of the reasons why we think it's important for just about everyone we come into contact with to have a strategy for taking what they do online. Um, and and one of those reasons is because it creates an insurance policy for you and your business. And, and I don't hear this talked about quite enough, but we've been increasingly talking about this with our studio clients in the sense that if something happens to you, we've seen a huge slew of natural disasters and kind of horrific things, unfortunately, taking place around North America and around the world. 
And we've had direct studios impacted that we've been talking to and working with um, from some of these disasters. And what having an online presence does is it allows you to have an insurance policy against, it doesn't have to be a massive natural disaster that wipes out your entire business, but it can just be, you know, too many days or too many weeks of snow or, you know, something a little bit more subtle than a hurricane wiping out your studio. But this gives you the freedom and flexibility to still have have connection to your clients and your students and still have an income source in those times of peril. And I I think we're all, you know, thoughtful thinking people and it's, it makes sense to have insurance, right? Like you, you want to be able to protect yourself against the unknown and against what could happen. Mm -hmm. It's like not having all your eggs in one basket is basically what we're saying here. That if some unforeseen something happens to you, you've got a backup. And that is, um, I think we kind of came upon this topic uh, specifically to studios, as you mentioned, but it definitely makes sense for independent teachers. If your studio that you're working at um, or your gym, they they let go a lot of staff or they close or move or something, you've got a backup plan. Um, and I think that's the case for most of our clients is that this is not typically their sole source of income. It is their side hustle. It is an extra little revenue uh, stream that they're building on their on the side. So it, this is a really important concept to think about. Yep. In that sense, there's the insurance aspect of it to protect what you've already created and to build an asset that has protection. But there's also freedom associated with what you just said, Sandy, so that if it doesn't even have to be a studio closing down, it can be as simple as, you know, change of management or change of ownership where you no longer feel like you have a connection to that place anymore or what you're being paid changes or the, you know, the terms of your employment change and that you then have the flexibility to go off on your own for a period of time or to significantly increase the income that you're able to generate for yourself so that, you know, if somebody is not a good employer for you, you can walk away and, you know, look for someone else. And in the meantime, you have a, a means of providing sustenance to yourself and or your family. So those are very real things that happen, right? And we hear this from clients all the time. These stories are, you know, we're generalizing here, but but what we're talking about today is, is based on real, you know, real life, like real life occurrences that uh, are shared with us. So think about it for yourself. I think every single one of you listening, and you may not be in the wellness space at all, like you may be a thought leader, a change maker, a blogger. You know, I know we have a lot of folks who listen to us from a lot of different disciplines. And, you know, just think about the ways that you can build redundancy into your business and into your work so that you're protected, um, you know, in times of uncertainty. So, you know, that's the heart and core of what we wanted to share with you. But we also kind of wanted to share some of the other benefits that come along with having this side hustle or this internet business established. And another one of those is your ability to disconnect and take a break. So Sandy, we've had multiple studio owner clients in particular who have been essentially sole proprietors, essentially running small fitness or yoga studios or other small businesses on their own for many years, some of whom were running those businesses for more than a decade. And I I remember talking with a studio owner myself who had not taken a vacation in over 10 years because she didn't feel like she had the flexibility to leave her brick and mortar. And and to me that is like that that's like the exact yeah that's the that's exact problem we're trying to yeah. <laughs> right. Like y- you want to be an entrepreneur because you want freedom and flexibility and to live life on your own terms, right? That's what we all want. But yet when you become 
tied down to a physical establishment, you don't have that freedom. And Sandy, maybe you can, you know, talk about this in your own experience. Like you had, I don't think you had those same travel constraints, but you were tied down to a brick and mortar for a long time, which we've talked about in the past. And I I think that there's something psychological that happens. Yeah, (laughs) because you don't, you're always aware you have this internal clock of when that that uh, brick and mortar location is open and when it closes, it's like, ah, okay. But then, you know, a break-in would happen and I'd get a call in the middle of the night that the police are there. And, you know, it just, it was just endless. So there's, there's like this beautiful letting go. When I closed that store, it was this like complete weight off my shoulders. Um, so I know not all studio owners want to necessarily close or sell their, their store, but it is, you know, it is another option for you to to have just a bit of backup that you've got an online portion of your of your business yeah I think that a lot of folks will relate to that when we talk about an online business I think we've talked about this before in the past and I don't know I feel like we're maybe making this sound a little bit too easy and too perfect but I just want to emphasize that when you create this online business that the work that you do is up Front. So it's front loaded. So you create the content, you create the product, you create the membership or whatever it is that you're doing. So all the, the work goes into it typically one time. You may make some small changes along the way, but once it's done, it's done and it can exist on, on the internet somewhere and you can sell it over and over again. So that's the freedom part that we're talking about is that you uh, whether you're a studio or a independent teacher, is that you can do the work, create something, an asset, and own that on the internet, and it can sell while you go on vacation or while you go on a hiking trip or you are on maternity leave or whatever it is. Um, so I just want to emphasize that, that it's not like it just magically happens and the money comes rolling in. It's totally doable, but it's sort of front-loaded. Yeah, and anyone who tells you otherwise is not being honest <laughs> with you. Yeah, you know, I so maybe we can we can detour from the conversation just a minute. I I want to riff on that for a second and I think it's appropriate because in this podcast we're talking about redundancy and essentially building in this this entirely other side hustle into your work life. And and we really are supporters of this obviously. That's what our entire business is about. But I I also want to dismiss anyone who thinks that it's super simple and and super quick. We've talked about the long game before and I want to reemphasize it again for folks who haven't heard us talk about that. I don't think it is any less work to build an online business than an in-person business at all. In some ways it's harder, in some ways it's easier. It's just a different set of activities, right? Like mm-hmm. We have to make Instagram graphics. Neither of us want to do that ever, right? But um, someone on our team has to do that. And that's part of having a business on the internet as much as we don't want to do it. Like just like in person, like you've got to clean the bathroom in your, you know, in your yoga studio, you know, like there's going to be stuff you don't want to do and it's going to take time and it might not necessarily be hard, but it's work. And I, I think that the benefit though is that, you know, you put in a lot of work to grow a, a business on the internet. It's it's sort of up to you how much work you put in. If you put in a little, you'll ha- probably have a little bit of a result. And if you put in a lot, you can, um, you know, make a lot of money, just like just about anything. The benefit on the internet is that, as Sandy said, the, the work you put in up front, it benefits you. It can benefit you for months and years to come. So that if we work really hard, 
you know, in the spring, you and I can generally scale back quite a bit in the summer and our revenue doesn't change. It still goes up. And that is the difference between online, I think, and in person, because in person, either you're coaching, consulting, doing one-on-one work in person, or you're running a brick and mortar. And guess what? If you don't show up or if somebody doesn't show up during those days, you know, over the summer, like somebody doesn't show up and pay the light bill, like the lights aren't on, right? And we have so much automated and what we do and we have so much front loaded and we have periods where we work really really hard we're then afforded the right to scale back and work less and essentially all we did all summer i mean we ran our challenge our social media challenge and we podcasted and that's basically what we did all summer you know and and that's kind of amazing to see your revenue still go up when you're like hey i'm hiking most of the time where you you're like offline on a lake house, right? Like, and, and that is what you get to do with an internet-based business that I think is different. But it doesn't come out of nowhere. And it doesn't come from like five hours of work one time, right? Like mm-hmm. this is, we yep. treat what we do like a business. And we're hopefully going to teach all of you how to do that who are looking for, you know, those skills and looking to build those skills in yourself. And again, you get sort of get out of it what you put in. So just yeah, that's right. <laughs> stepping off the soapbox. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is a tool designed to help you teach, train, and coach from anywhere on the planet. If you're a wellness professional looking to take your business to the next level, you can learn more at namastream.com. And then the other beautiful thing about online is that your overhead is so low. And this just makes me so happy after coming out of a brick and mortar business that really you can get started with basically nothing. And the challenge that we are starting next week, we're going to go through some video uh, videography and we're going to show you that you actually own every single piece of equipment that you that you need. Um, so I love that you can create a business without having to get a loan from the bank or, you know, get a line of credit or, you know, have to put personal money into it of any of any kind it's a very um very low if like if not zero um uh, money to get started so i think that is amazing yeah i mean most of our clients have have shared with us you know when we collect data on this that they make back their investment in our software within three months and and that's with like not really having stuff together when they start right and so so i would say like you you basically can i mean you can be kind of in the green in month one if you have your if you have your ish together and and like that is not like the rest of the world and there's never been a time like this that to open a business and to be able to to have something that's that lucrative and that de-risked is kind of unbelievable and it probably won't always be like this right like we can see it now I mean just since we started Namastream the cost for Facebook ads have Mm -hmm. gone up like five-fold right like things are getting more expensive certain tools are getting more expensive um, and yet it's still a great deal and you know the reason why we were talking about the overhead the low overhead being important and in addition to it not being a barrier to entry which i think is important um is that you have the freedom to play and to take risks and to try stuff out and you can spend a month on creating a new product and trying to do something that is outside the box 
And you know what? I mean, you lose your time if it doesn't work out, but you maybe learn a lot and you're not out a ton of money. And so I, I think that that's the other thing for those of you who are creatives and who have a lot of ideas stored up inside. We can teach you how to sift through those ideas to find which ones are most profitable. But you also have the freedom to play and to do stuff that nobody's ever done before just to see what happens and not to risk losing your home or your car right. or like yeah. your family yeah. over those risks. Or sign it your life over to get a lease. Yeah, I think the experimenting is a really good um, – is a really important point because – in my old brick and mortar retail store, I would experiment with a new model of footwear and it would cost me 20 grand to get all the men's and ladies and all the sizes and all the widths in it, you know, and, and it's just mind boggling now when I say that, but online you can like add these videos and if nobody watches them, you can just take them off and put new ones up and it's, you know, hardly a blink of an eye that it's all done. Um, if you make a mistake on your website, you just change it, you know, like where, you know, typically we would have to go and buy signage or rent a sign or something like that, which is always so much money. Or the Facebook ads, you just turn them off. You know, I we've spent, I remember spending a, many, many times thousands of dollars on one ad and absolutely zero um, way to track a return on investment. But that was the only way, that was the only, only option. So it's still so fascinating and kind of exciting to me how you can play, try what these words do. Doesn't work. Okay, let's take it down and change them. And nobody, like zero dollars spent, zero time spent, you know, save for a couple minutes thinking of some good copy. But it's just so fascinating. That's why I think I like online so much is that it's so instant. It's so, you know, malleable somehow. I love that. Yeah, I agree. I love it too. I, I think that it's, that's why there are so many creative people on the internet building businesses because it's, you, once you're a creative and you know that this exists as a playground for you, it's hard to stay away from it. So yeah, so I think for those of you, you know, there, we've shared a number of reasons why you should consider or think about consider taking your business online if you don't already have something in place. So, so one is an insurance policy against any sort of, disaster or change in circumstance. Another is uh, the freedom that it affords you to be able to disconnect and sort of live on your own schedule and in your own geographic loca location and have flexibility basically in every area of your life. Another one is low overhead and the ability to take risks. And the final big point we wanted to share with you, which we alluded to before, is just that the opportunity is big. And it's, I, I, you know, I think that this is where most people would start the conversation. Most people who sell something, they would tell you, you know, who sell coaching or who sell software like we do, they would say, say like the opportunity is big. It's going to pass you by, jump in now. Um, we save that for the end because I think a lot of these other reasons probably are more important to many of us than just making a lot of money. But the opportunity is there. And we have you know, multiple clients, multiple friends who have made a ton of money on the internet, like to the point where it's jaw dropping some of our friends, um, you know, multiple millions of dollars and just, you know, who started around the same time that we did. And I think that that is not normal, right? Like mm -hmm. it's not normal to go from being a regular person to all of a sudden making a million dollars and um, without being sort of, you know, a crim criminal. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that the internet has really afforded any of us a tremendous ability to go for exponential growth if that is what we want. And you all get to decide if that's what you're interested in. You know, some days I think we want that and some days we don't, you know, but knowing that that is there as an option makes this worth considering. I mean, if you, you know, want to secure 
your family financially, this is something you should be thinking about. I don't know. It's astonishing to me how much money you can make, but in my mind, by putting in the same amount of work that you would put into something else to sort of have a, you know, Mm -hmm. a C-level career or a middle management career in something, you can then leverage your time, your, your intelligence, your expertise to grow something that you then own that you can scale like that. It's, it's astonishing. There's no limits, right? Like it's not based on how many hours you can work in a day or how many hours, you know, your um, gym is open. Like it's not based on time at all. You could have a hundred people buy in an hour where, you know, at a studio that might just overload you and they wouldn't be able to fit in. So I love that you can just, it's just constantly available for sale 24 hours a day and that someone can find you and purchase without you having, having to be there. So there's just no limits to the, to the growth. Yeah. So those are all the reasons why we think that everyone basically should consider taking their work online, especially those of us who are heart-centered, who are conscious entrepreneurs, who are interested in not only making a living, but also making a difference. Because I tend to think that many of these folks don't think this way, right? Like we're conditioned as women and as thoughtful, caring people not to focus on making money. And I think that does a disservice to the to the world and to the business world in particular. You know, we're we're seeing increasingly the people, so many people I respect, and I come from the academic and nonprofit community, and so many of my friends and colleagues are still there. And um, you know, in some ways it's I, I, that's obviously very important work, but it also, I think, is a fundamentally broken model in a lot of ways. And I just wonder what if those minds could also be in the business space and like what kind of impact those folks could have in the business world. And um, and all of you who are listening, you know, if you're in that space, like w- what can you do and take, what gifts can you take and scale on the internet? And whether that's making money or not, um, the internet still affords you the ability to grow and scale and have greater impact. So you know, we'd love to see you on, on this side. Absolutely. Let's go into joy and hustle. And uh, today's joy is making money. Okay. After that little soliloquy about (laughs) how money's not important, we're making our joy about, um, accepting the funds. And we are going to uh, tell you about Stripe, which is our favorite payment processor. And if you are ever to become a Namastream customer, we will heavily, heavily influence your decision to to choose Stripe um, over PayPal in Namastream's case. So Stripe is a payment processor. We love their uh, software. Uh, we love their it doesn't break, nothing happens, it always works. And we also um, recently downloaded the Stripe app to our phones. And now every time someone signs up for our software or to our Soulful MBA course or renews, we get a notification. And there is just this little joyful beat of my heart every time I see some money coming, coming in. And it happens kind of all day long. Well, not all day long, but it happens multiple times a day. And it just makes me so happy that this whole thing works. And I love the reminder that there's some money trickling into our account all day long. Yes. And I love the fact that there's a payment processor that doesn't offend us politically that we can use. Um, PayPal is a whole other story. We're not going to maybe talk about that for fear of defamation. (laughs) But you know, it's it's great to work with a company that sort of seems to be on the up and up. It has a great user interface. And like Sandy said, we don't have to process anything manually. It, it just sort of happens in the background of our lives. Like we can be going on a hike and I can come home and see like 
who paid what and what's coming in and who's what like who our new clients are whatever it's great and um and so for those of you who are just in the place where you're getting started online we encourage you to set up a free stripe account and link it to your business bank account and start collecting funds that way it's been a great tool for us to use and it also coincidentally does integrate with our software they've improved their analytics recently and so I love like on their homepage now, you can see all the total dollars, your net revenue. Um, in our case, we can see recurring revenue because we do have a subscription model. Um, I love what they've done with their analytics prior. When we started with them, it was just like, you know, like payment, payment, like you couldn't get any data from it. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a really great company. Yep. So we love it. Okay. Hustle. The hustle is our challenge. It's a little obvious, isn't it? Yeah. So the challenge, again, this podcast is coming out on Monday. The challenge starts today. Um, you can learn more and sign up at soulful.mba slash five days. That's soulful.mba slash the number five days, all one word. And you can also find out more about the challenge in our Facebook group where we're going to be having the daily classes with us live and for the whole entire week. And again, this challenge is designed to take you from in-person to online in the span of five days. Now, this is not going to be your entire business launching in five days, but this is going to be your first product that we hope will get your first sale by the end of day five. And I think it's just meant to show you proof of concept and for you to see the, the process and the strategies that go into taking your in-person work online. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. And it's what everybody is asking for. This is exactly the help that they that they want and need. And so we're forcing your hand and going to walk you through it. And, and I think it's going to be amazing to see what is created by this Friday. Yeah. And again, the challenge is free. So this is not something we're charging for. It's completely free to you and to any of your friends. So please spread the word. And we look forward to seeing you in the classroom. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Soulful MBA is not just the name of our podcast. It's also the name of our premium business course and community. If you are a wellness entrepreneur who dreams of growing your business online, but you're not clear on your next steps and you wish you had someone to guide you, then we've got something for you. Get Soulful MBA's first syllabus and three free video lessons by heading over to soulful.mba slash sample. Da 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 da